morning, everybody. And thank you all for joining with us for our PW. No, we're not going. Good morning, everybody. I'd like to thank you all for joining with us for our PW, as our circle of friends, as we like to call it, service. I would especially like to thank Linda Graham, who is very kindly, to come along today to be our speaker. Linda qualified as a social worker in 1986, has worked in areas of child protection, fostering and adoption. She then trained as a counsellor and now working in Donnickadee in private practice. Married to Richard, now retired minister, who was in Tasselderg for a number of years, who also has joined us here this morning. Linda, you're very welcome. Our PW theme this year is Deeper Together. Be devoted to one another in love. Honour one another above yourselves. And this ties in very well with Linda's address this morning, listening to ourselves, to each other, and to God. Linda, thank you once again, and I personally am looking really forward to your message. I'll hand over to Mark now, he's going to do the announcements. Can I just echo that and, and welcome, Linda, you're very welcome to our service this morning. Um, just a, a few announcements. Uh, Life Lounge is on tonight at half past seven in the church. Um, it's one week brought forward by one week. Normally it's at the end of the month. But uh, our guest speaker is Ray Alexander. She'll be interviewed and uh, waiting for Sophie. The band will be leading us in worship. Uh, committee meeting, just a reminder that this Tuesday at half past seven in the church. Uh, next Sunday we have our family service and I hope you can join us with a flyer you probably received this morning uh, about that. Uh, perhaps you'd think about passing it on to someone or invite someone, a friend or a neighbour and uh, it'd be very, very welcome. And it is, as you know, for everyone, it's grandas, gra grannies, children, teenagers, everyone. Okay. Next car boot sale uh, takes place next Saturday, the 28th of May from 8am to 12 noon. And also the events team is looking for volunteers to help with the sales. Uh, please can you contact Muriel Irvine if you would like to be involved in that. Also, if you have any uh, nearly new designer label clothes that could be sold, again, contact Muriel. So, uh, also, the Platinum Jubilee flyers uh, are almost ready. They should be ready probably by tomorrow, early this week anyway. And... Uh, to those who have agreed to help with the distribution, thank you very much for that. And Rini will be in touch with you to let you know the arrangements of where and when to pick up your packs. And uh, can I just say, as you deliver, please, will you emphasize to people that it's free? Uh, unfortunately, uh, we mistakenly omitted to put that in, on the flyer. 
but please let people know as you go around, as you put them through their doors, but as you try and connect with them as well, that the hot dogs are free, the scones and the tea are free, everything's free, apart from we book sale that we're going to have on there that day from Faith Mission. So please emphasise free, 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 because in days like these, where we're going through the cost of living crisis, somebody has three children, they might think, oh, it's going to be too expensive, I have to pay for everything. So please, anybody that you meet, let them know it's free. Okay, and uh, just pray also that um, as we go round and deliver these leaflets and knock on doors, that God will give us uh, good connections, good relationships, build up relationships, people in the community that, uh, that God can use. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. No? Yes. I'm told it's a Brittany mic. I'm no Brittany, sorry. <laughs> so you'll have to just make do with me instead. Um, just give me a second here till I get this in my pocket. I haven't used one of these before, so it feels a bit weird. Just say thank you to Mark and um, to the ladies for inviting me along today. Thank you so much. And to Muriel for your welcome. It's lovely to be here. So thank you so much for the invitation. In Mark chapter 4, we read in verse 9, Then Jesus said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Let us pray together. Father God, as we worship you today, we take time to adore you for who you are, the creator of everything we see, hear, touch, smell, and feel. You are the mighty God who knows us better than we know ourselves, who listens when no one else does. Today we thank you for the opportunity to worship you in freedom and help us never to take that for granted. Thank you that we can meet together today. We ask you to be with us as we worship you together in this place and help us to listen to what you have to say to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we're all going to stand now and sing together how deep the Father's love for us.
Um, boys and girls, would you like to come and join me at the front? Because I've got something I would really like you to listen to. Would that be okay? That would be brilliant. Thank you so much. It won't be difficult. It'll be good fun. Anybody else like to come and join us at the front? I'm going to sit down here. I might never get up again, but we'll try it anyway. Okay, that's great. So everybody else will just have to listen very carefully. So how are you all today? Good. Can I ask you your names? Poppy. Jackson. Jackson. And Daisy. Daisy. Jessica. And Jessica. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming up to the front. And if anybody else would like to join us, please feel free to do that. Now, I'm, I've got my phone here because I want to play you something from my phone. Today, can anybody tell me what Muriel said we were going to talk about today at the very start? Uh-oh. <laughs> Listening. What was it? Listening? Yes. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit now about listening. So what I want you to do, and we'll just test the adults as well, I want you to listen to some sounds, okay? And see if you can tell me what they are. What's that? Do you think it's a cat? Do you think it's a cat? Very good. What's this one? A dog. Very good. Have you got a dog? Anybody got a dog? What's your dog called? Ross. And you're getting a dog? Brilliant. What's this next one? A cow. Do you like cows? What do cows give us? Milk. Milk. You're brilliant. What about this one? You saw it, did you? (laughs) I showed you it. What about this next one? A sheep. These are too easy, aren't they? They're far too easy. We'll try another one. What about this one here? These are far, far too easy for you. There might be one in a wee minute that's a wee bit more difficult. Good to see. Oh, here's a good one. I like this one. Peg, these are far, far too easy. Right. This is the last one. What's this one? You're far too clever for me. A donkey. That's brilliant. Well, we'll have one more. Okay, we'll have another one. This is one we don't like to hear too early. Very good. You guys are absolutely brilliant. Can we do one more? Yeah. Okay, one more. This is the last one. Duck. A duck. Where do you find ducks? In the pond. We were away on holidays last week and it was very warm. And two ducks were hiding in under the bridge to get nice and cool. So if you think of those sounds of all those animals, and you all knew them very well, we had to be very quiet to listen to them, didn't we? Because if we'd all been talking and if everybody in here had been talking, we wouldn't have heard them. So we have to be very quiet when we listen. Do you sometimes find it hard to listen? When would you find it hard to listen? When it's too noisy. So tell me when it might be too noisy. 
Right, okay, so if you're walking along beside a whole load of traffic, you can't hear what people are saying to you. That's true, and isn't the roads around here are so, so busy. Okay, so it's difficult to listen when there's lots of noise. Who might you, who should you listen to? What do you think? Who should you listen to? God, yes. What about every day? Of course we should listen to God. Who else should we listen to? Jesus. Yes. Mum and Dad. Mum and Dad, yes. And who else? <clears throat> Do you all go somewhere every day between sort of nine and three? School. <laughs> school. Who would you listen to in school? Teachers. Teachers, absolutely. What might those people have to say to you, Mum and Dad, other adults that are important to you? Don't do that. Now, is it Ross? No, what's your name? Jackson. Jackson. You see, I wasn't listening there. Jackson and Daisy. Yes, you can tell me too. What might you be doing when you weren't listening to your mum and dad or whoever's at home? Naughty. So what would you do? This is confession time, isn't it? What might you do? You might run away. What would you do if you were being naughty, though? Because I can tell you, my husband is here, and I'm going to tell you a secret. Do you know what his favourite thing is? An iPad. He's going to be very cross with me. And he gets on his iPad, and I might ask him to do something or get something, and he doesn't even hear me because he's not listening. (laughs) Would you be like that if you're playing games or watching TV or anything? Would anybody else be like that? Yes, I'm sure you would. So what I want to say today is that it's really, really important to listen, isn't it? It's really important for you as children, and there are other children here, and young people and adults. It's so important to listen. It's important to listen to your parents. It's important to listen to other family members, grannies, grandas, uncles, aunties, or other relatives that we know. And it's really important to listen to your teachers in school. Sometimes it's a bit boring, isn't it? And now it's coming up towards the end of school and you're looking forward to the holidays and you're thinking, I don't want to hear anymore. But it's really important to listen. And it's also important to listen here in church, isn't it? To listen to the minister and the Sunday school teachers. And do you go to any clubs in church? Sunday school, anything else? No? So, crash. Yes, so it's really important to listen, isn't it? Because sometimes you could be doing something that's dangerous. And people might. And when you're at the swimming pool, it's really important to listen, isn't it? Because you could get into deep water there. So it's really. And what? Sorry. Yes, you have to be so careful. So as well as listening to all those people, as Jackson reminded us way at the very start today, it's really important to listen to God. So when we pray, when we pray, we talk to God, don't we? But we can also listen to God. And when we read our Bibles, God will talk to us through that, and we have to listen. So let's just pray together now. So let's put our hands together. Do you ever do this? Sometimes in church we do this. Put our arms away out, and then up high, and bring your hands down, and close your eyes. So let's just pray together. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you that we can think today about listening listening to animals, listening to each other, listening to adults, and listening to you. And just be with each young person and each child here this week, in school and at home, and help them to listen. In your name we pray. Amen. So do you know that God 
Do you know what's really amazing, everybody? God listens not only to us here in Ballycrocken today, but he listens to everybody in the whole world. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine if everybody here started to talk at once? We couldn't hear a word, could we? Because it would all be like a big jumble. But you think of God. He not only listens to us here, but he listens to everybody in the whole wide world. So we're going to now sing. Do you know that song? He's got the whole world in his hands. Do you know the actions? No? Okay. Well, do you want to stay here or do you want to go back and sit down and sing? What would you like to do? Do you want to go back to your seats? Do you want to stay here? Okay. Well, let's all join together as we sing. In our prayer of intercession today, we want to pray for women, women around the world, for relationships and for listening and counselling services. So let's pray together. Father, we take time in the busyness to remember those who need you most. In this PW service, we thank you for the women in this church, for those who are married, single, those on their own through divorce or widowhood. We pray for each woman and the influence she can be in her home, community, workplace, and in this congregation. Lord, we also think of women around the world working hard to feed their children. 
those in war situations, protecting their families and often making many sacrifices to do so. We pray for women who are oppressed, abused, victims of violence in their home or outside, for those who don't have many or any choices. Lord, we ask that you will give them strength in their situations and a way out to find freedom in you. Lord, we pray for relationships within homes, marriages, parent-child relationships, step-families and other blended families where your presence is so needed. Help us to be a source of salt and light, your eyes and ears as people tell their story and seek to find help. We thank you for women who are happy and fulfilled in their relationships or on their own. We have found peace and rely on your love. Today, as we focus on the subject of listening, we pray for counsellors and those providing listening services in our community, for Lifeline, Samaritans and many more organisations. We pray that you will help counsellors and listeners, ministers, deaconesses and other church workers to allow the person they are with time and space to talk. Help them to be good listeners, to know how to respond and to know what to say and when to speak. Lord, you know every head bowed in this place today. You know the individual needs and the family situations. We pray you will listen and that people will take time to pray and not just talk, but listen for your voice. In your name we pray. Amen. So we're going to sing again. We're going to sing Be Thou My Vision. Let's stand together and sing.
Pat's going to read to us now from Mark chapter 4, verses 1 to 20. The parable of the sower. Again, Jesus began to teach by the sea, and a very large crowd gathered around him. So he got into a boat on the sea and sat down, while the whole crowd was on the shore facing the sea. He taught them many things in parables, and in his teaching he said to them, Listen, consider the sower who went out to sow. As he sowed, this occurred. Some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it didn't have much soil, and it sprang up right away, since it didn't have deep soil. When the sun came up, it was scorched, and since it didn't have a root, it withered. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it and it didn't produce a crop. Still others fell on good ground and produced a crop that increased 30, 60, and 100 times what was sown. Then he said, anyone who has ears to hear should listen. When he was alone with the 12, those who were around him asked him about the parables. He answered them, The secret of the kingdom of God has been granted to you, but to those outside everything comes in parables, so that they may look and look, yet not perceive. They may listen and listen, yet not understand. Otherwise they might turn back and be forgiven. Then he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand any of the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones along the path where the word is sown. When they hear, immediately Satan comes and takes away the word sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground. When they hear the word, immediately they receive it with joy. But they have no root in themselves, and they are short-lived. When affliction or persecution comes because of the word, they immediately stumble. Others are sown among thorns. These are the ones who hear the word. But the worries of this age, the seduction of wealth, and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But the ones sown on good ground are those who hear the word, welcome it, and produce a crop thirty, sixty, and a hundred times what was sown. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Pat. As was said at the start today, we're going to think about the subject of listening. 
Thank you for the slides. That's great. <clears throat> Just again to say thank you so much for the invitation to come along. I'm not a minister. I'm not a preacher. I'm a counsellor. I'm used in a room with one or two people. So this is quite a daunting experience. I do some training, but that is very different to being in a pulpit. So please bear with me if I get a bit anxious. And I have been, I can tell you that. But it is a privilege to be here. And thank you for allowing me to come and talk on the subject of listening. It's maybe not as easy as you think. Sometimes we think listening is something that's really easy, but it actually can be quite difficult. So just before we start, I'm going to tell you a little bit about me. If this works, does it? Am I hitting it in the wrong place here? Okay. <clears throat> so if you're like me, you always like to know a wee bit about the person who's here. So my name's Linda Graham. I'm originally from Cross Garn County Down, if you know where that is, the complete centre of the universe. Um, and I grew up in Lasara Presbyterian Church, and I, was, and I was there and very involved in the church until I met Richard, and we moved to Castle Durg in 1992, as was said already. And um, just from talking to Billy earlier, we found someone in common, um, because he lived near there too. So we were in Castle Durg from 1992 to 1998, and moved to Donacadee just recently in December 21 when Richard retired a little bit early. So we also have a son, Mark. You see the photograph of the two of them there. Mark's 26 and he's back home again living and works as a videographer. So I, as, as Muriel's already said, I qualified as a social worker in 1986 and worked in East Belfast as a child protection social worker. And then in 1992, we got married and had, we moved to Castle Durg. And that was a really difficult time for me because I was at a really good place in my career. I was going to be moving into um, an area that I was really interested in as a secondment. And then I had to resign. So that was really difficult. I had to give up my job, my family, my church, absolutely everything. When a minister moves, everybody moves. And um, that was a really trying time for me because I didn't have a job. And um, I went off on honeymoon with no job and came back and um, got a lecturing post. So it's interesting just when I look back now how God has taken me in different directions. So I lectured there in health and social care for a while, um, for over a year um, in Oma. And then I felt like a caged animal. And I'm sure Linda will know something of what I'm saying as a social worker. You're used to being out and about. I find the classroom so difficult. So I was glad to be back being a social worker again. And I moved then to work in the area of fostering and adoption and latterly um, specialised in adoption work. During my time working for an adoption agency, I was able to um, do my counsellor training. I went back and did a diploma and then a master's in counselling. And the work I did was very specialist and I felt that God was calling me to do something else, to do something more. And again, I was in a really good job. I was well paid. I was assured of my salary every month. But I felt I needed to step out, step out in faith and set up in private practice. So in 2014, after much prayer and many talks, I handed in my resignation and moved to set up private practice in Carrickfergus. Um, I suppose I knew over the years that we would eventually end up in Donacadee because that's where we were going to retire, or Richard was going to retire too. I have a good bit to go yet, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, when he gets his... When he, now he's got his bus pass, I sort of feel it might be good. But um, 
I um, started working in Donacadee two days a week because I knew that we would eventually move there. So I had a split practice, two days in Donacadee and two days in Carrick. And then when Richard had to retire early, when the decision came because of his health last year, I realised why that had happened, because we shouldn't have been reti- he shouldn't have been retiring for another four or five years. So God had already planted me in a place where I could work. Um, so in 2014, as I say, I moved and set up private practice. And during that time, <clears throat> as a counsellor, I have seen many people and still see many people with many difficulties and many different issues. Um, I see people with relationship difficulties, and that can be in a couple, or it can be relationship difficulties with teenage children, with adult children, with parents. Sometimes people have elderly parents and they're struggling. Um, People with work-related issues, people who've been bereaved, people who are stressed and anxious. So many people now are suffering from stress and anxiety, especially post-pandemic. And that's younger people as well, and children. So many people are finding it really hard to go back into life, normal normal life again, after being at home during the pandemic. I also um, do a lot of post-adoption work. I have a huge interest in adoption work. And if you know anything about adoption... That has changed, and it's actually quite difficult now because people adopt children who've come through the care system who are usually two, three, four, five years of age um, and who have had very difficult backgrounds. So I work with some of the trusts providing training for adoptive parents and social workers, and I also supervise other counsellors. So that keeps me going from Monday to Thursday, and then Friday's my day off. So that's, that's my week. And can I say, if anyone does want to talk to me about counselling at the end, you know, if you've maybe a question you want to ask, please um, stay behind or get in touch. I'll be more than happy um, to talk to you. Today I want to focus on the subject of listening and divide it into three areas. Listening to yourself, listening to others, listening to God. You might think, what does this mean, listening to yourself? Do you listen to yourself? Do you listen to what your body is telling you? Or do you keep going regardless? Maybe there are times when you need to sit down and just have a bit of a rest. Sometimes you can be just too busy to stop. And it's important that we remember that we are human beings and not human doings. We need time to be as well as to do. And you might be thinking, I can't stop, I can't sit down, I can't take a rest. But remember that Jesus took time out. Jesus rested. He went off on his own for time to think and pray. God rested on the seventh day. So there are plenty of good examples for us. And I often talk to ministers and especially assistants. We had lots of assistants in Joymount as they were leaving to to set up in their own congregations. I would be very um, quick to tell them to take some time off. So many ministers and church workers suffer from stress and don't take time off. And I suppose having lived in a month for so many years, you know, and prior to that being a member of a congregation, you only see the wee bit that you see, don't you? You see them on a Sunday and maybe if you've had a situation in your family. But, you know, it's really important that we all take time off. 
and take time to rest. Eugene Peterson gives us all some good advice. If you don't take a Sabbath, something is wrong. You're doing too much. You're being too much in charge. You've got to quit one day a week and just watch that what God is doing when you're not doing anything. <clears throat> this was so much easier years ago when shops weren't open and there weren't so many things to do on Sundays. Sometimes Sundays can be the busiest day of the week, even in churches. So remember to take some time out of the busyness, not just on a Sunday, but each day. So it's really important to, to listen to yourself. Sometimes you just think, oh, I'm so tired. Do you ever get like that? You just think, I really need to sit down. I need to stop. So it's really important to take some time for yourself to stop, to have a cup of coffee, maybe even to read a few pages of a book or just sit and look out the window. It's really important as well to eat well. In the Bible, it tells us that we need to look after our bodies. So we need to eat well. I know we all love the the naughty things, but isn't it so important that we, we eat well? And drink plenty of water. It's so important to do that too, to keep our bodies hydrated. If you're under a lot of pressure, it's good sometimes to set a small goal for yourself. Maybe there's something you've always wanted to do. Maybe you've wanted to learn to play the guitar or, you know, take up knitting or walk a bit more each day, do a jigsaw puzzle. You know, you can set a very small goal for yourself and think, okay, this week I'm going to take half an hour and do that. And that can really help. And then we've got our Kit Kat there. Take a break, isn't that what a Kit Kat says to us? Make a cup of coffee, sit down and have a break. I know I've said about the healthy food, but it's so important to take a break. And dare I say, especially as women, we are very busy. You know, if you're working, keeping the house going, cooking, ironing, washing, doing all those things, sometimes it's hard to get a break. And you can feel like the hamster on the wheel, can't you? And you just have to say to yourself, Right, sit down. I'm going off to the bath with a book. I did that last night and I was there for over an hour. Couldn't believe it. But it's so good to do that sometimes, isn't it? Just to take a break. So the second thing I want to think about today is um, listening to others. The PW theme for the last two years has been side by side. Encouraging women of all ages to get alongside each other, to listen to offer friendship and support. I'm sure you've lots of examples of how you've done that during the pandemic. Phone calls, text messages, sending a card, maybe flowers or even a small gift. But now we can meet up in person again, go for a coffee, meet for a walk or visit each other. The new theme for PW is Deeper Together. And gives you an opportunity to deepen those relationships with each other. To get to know each other. To listen and pray for each other. And when you deepen those relationships, don't things change and things happen? And I suppose in churches sometimes we have almost superficial relationships. We see people on a Sunday or maybe at PW or whatever other group it is. And you might say, how are you doing? But how often do we really tell people how we're feeling? Um, and I think it's so important that we can now deepen those relationships and take on board what the PW theme is for the next year. Or is it two years? I know it was two before. Maybe it's one. I'm not sure. Do you listen to your friends and family? Do you hear what they're saying? 
Let's think about this for a few minutes. Listening is not as easy as it seems. Can you listen? Do you listen? How do you listen? What makes a good listener? I like this quote. A good listener is attentive. They make good eye contact. Don't interrupt what the other person is saying and show an interest in what is being communicated. A good listener does not look over the shoulder of the person that's speaking, waiting for someone more interesting to come along. How often have you had that experience? Where you're talking to somebody, but they're busy looking to see is there somebody else there, and you're mid-sentence, and they walk on. It can be very hurtful. And it also can stop you from taking the risk of doing that again. And I find that difficult. And especially you find that in big events, if you're in... You know, something where there's a food or there's a supper or something and people are talking to each other, but they're also looking. And then you realise, I might as well talk to the wall because nobody's listening to me. But it's so important, isn't it? And to give good eye contact. Now, some people find that difficult, but as much as you can do, to let the person know that you're really listening to them. How can you get alongside another person, another woman in the PW group? or another person in your church family. Listening and not making assumptions. Hearing what the person is saying and concentrating on what they're saying rather than your reply. That again can be quite difficult, can't it? Because if somebody's telling you something, sometimes you panic and think, but I don't know what to say. So you're busy thinking, you're busy, so busy thinking about your reply, you don't hear what they say. Not allowing yourself to be distracted by what's going on around you or your own thoughts. And we talked about that with the children, didn't we? When Jackson was saying about the noise, um, that sometimes we can be so distracted by other things. I did the residential section of my Gold Duke of Edinburgh Award in Jordanstown School for Blind Children a long time ago. I learned so much about listening from that experience. Like me, one of the boys was an avid tennis fan. And being there during Wimbledon, we spent time listening to the tennis on the radio. That wee boy had, he had to have his eyes removed because of cancer, so he didn't have any eyes, but he was, he relied on his ears, but he was amazing. He just, he could tell you everything that was going on. But he taught me so much about listening. He could tell me exactly what was going on, who had served or what the score was when I got distracted. He relied on his ears and listened intently. Maybe we can learn some lessons from that teenager today. God calls us to be good listeners. As one of my youth leaders used to say when I was younger, God gave us two ears and one mouth so that we can listen twice as much as we talk. And there's a lot of truth in that, isn't there? God calls us to look after each other and look out for each other. Listening to friends, people in your PW or church family allows you to get to know each other, allows you to know who you can trust, who will be a friend. Listening also allows God to show us a helper, someone who can help us find the friendship we need. Practically, you can give someone a call, send a text just to say you're thinking about them and offer to have a conversation. Maybe meet for a walk or a coffee. You might want to meet to pray or study the Bible together to deepen those relationships. 
to befriend and develop trust with another person and engage with each other in discipleship. Sorry, to engage with each other is discipleship and Jesus calls us to be his disciples. Look out for those on their own and invite them personally. Mark was talking earlier about the, the Jubilee um, celebration you're going to have and have the flyers. You know, wouldn't it be really nice if you said to somebody, I'll pick you up or meet me in the car park and I'll come in with you? Because so often people say, but I denounced it in church and nobody came. I find it really hard to go on my own and I'm sure lots of you do too. So it's really good if you can personally invite somebody. This is such an encouragement and shows that you care and are really extending a hand of friendship. So thirdly, we want to speak about listening to God. Do you listen to God? When you pray, is it you doing all the talking? If you're so busy, how do you fit in time for God and time to talk to him? And we're all guilty of that, aren't we? Sometimes I get up in the mornings and I'm so busy and then I have to stop and think, no, I need to give this day to God. I need to spend some time. I need to read. I need to listen. And it can be, can be hard because we do get distracted. It's good to think about developing a closer relationship with Jesus, built on trust and two-way communication. Remember, God speaks to us in all kinds of ways, through the Bible, through other people here in church or in other environments, through music and through nature. In the Bible, we read the following examples, and there are many, many more. I've just chosen these three. Proverbs 12, 22. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord made both of them. Matthew 13, 3. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because while seeing they do not see, and while hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And there are lots and lots and lots of verses in the Bible about listening and hearing, if you want to maybe spend a wee bit of time when you go home looking at those. Pat read for us today from Mark chapter 4, verses 1 to 20, and I'm sure you all know that story, having heard it many, many times before. The sower sowed his seed on four types of ground, and only on one of those was it successful. In the message we read, the farmer plants the word. Some people are like the seed that falls on the hardened soil of the road. No sooner do they hear the word than Satan snatches away what has been planted in them. And some are like the seed that lands in the gravel. When they first hear the word, They respond with great enthusiasm. But there is such shallow soil of character that when the emotions wear off and some difficulty arrives, there is nothing to show for it. The seed cast in the weeds represents the ones who hear the kingdom news but are overwhelmed with worries about all the things they have to do and all the things they want to get. The stress strangles what they heard and nothing comes of it. But the seed planted in the good earth represents those who hear the word, embrace it and produce a harvest beyond their wildest dreams. 
Each of you know where you are in your Christian journey and which ground best represents you and your relationship with God. We have just read in verse 20, Jesus said, but the seed planted in the good earth represents those who hear the word, embrace it, and produce a harvest beyond their wildest dreams. We need to listen to God. We need to read his word. We need to take time for and with him each day to really listen. You can do this in your own home or when out for a walk where you can take in the beauty of creation and spend time with God in a quiet place. I don't know if you ever do that. I love to do that. I love to go for a walk and just look around me and give thanks for the beauty. And when we were in Carrick, we were on the flight path for the city airport and loads of boats coming in. And I would have prayed for the pilots and the people on the planes, the people in the boats, the people in the cars, the people on the street. Um, and I was, that was, I suppose that thought came by just taking in what was around. And during the pandemic, I don't know about you, but I so loved the first lockdown because we saw so many things that we hadn't seen because there weren't any of those noises to distract us. We saw plants and lots of people remarked on that, the colours of the, the flowers and things that they hadn't really taken notice of before. So sometimes those distractions need to be removed and we need to be very conscious of them. So next time you're out for a walk, even if you're just walking to the shop, take some time to think and look and um, let God speak to you through that. Isn't it interesting that listen and silent both share the same letters? I didn't realize that, but they do. And I'm sure there's no mistake in that. Often people in churches become frustrated because they don't see the outcome of the seeds they've planted. We need to leave those seeds to God. Maybe an adult child who stopped attending church or a friend who says they no longer believe. God in his own time will water those seeds and grow them according to his will. All we can do is trust and pray. As you leave here today, can I encourage you to take some time to think about your walk with God and if you listen to him. Also about your PW group and church family here in Ballycrocken. Take time to think about how you get to know each other better and build a supportive network. We're reminded that we are not supposed to walk alone in our Christian faith. We are one body made up of many parts as we are reminded in 1 Corinthians 12. We are to complement each other, work together and serve God as he intended. If we were all arms, nothing would happen. So we each have different skills and talents to bring to the situation and we are called to work together, to listen to each other, to look out for someone who needs a friend or some help along the way. In John 13, we are reminded that God has given us a new commandment to love one another. We are to love as he has loved us and have love for one another. This is a tall order and difficult if there are people you don't just gel with or where there are differences. But God is calling us to sort out those differences, to get alongside each other and listen to each other. So where do you go from here? Maybe look out for a retreat or a Christian conference. Go to a study group in your own church. 
Meet together to pray in small groups of twos or threes. Meet someone for a walk or a coffee and listen to them. Please remember it's so important to take time for yourself, to listen to yourself, to eat well, to drink plenty of water. Set a new goal, even a simple one, and take a break. And finally, take time to pray, to read, to reflect, and to listen to God. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you that you have given us the ability to listen. And as we leave today, help us each to take some time to listen to ourselves, to each other, and to you. Help us to relax and listen, and not always to have an agenda, but to allow relationships to grow and develop by getting to know each other. Lord, you know each of our hearts and what we need to take away from this time together today. And we trust you for guidance and ask that you will help us to listen to you and your word. Amen. So let's just sit quietly for a few minutes and listen as Billy plays Be Still.
Wasn't that just lovely? <clears throat> it's so nice just to sit and listen to a piece of music. And maybe you might want to do that each day. Just put on a piece of music if you've got Alexa or CDs or whatever. And just be still in the presence of God. We're going to close our service by singing the words um, from In Christ Alone. And that just reminds us that all our hope, everything, is in Christ. So let's stand together and sing. just want to thank Linda for that. I know it did my heart good to think about spending time resting yourself, spending time with God, and spending time with others. So, uh,
just before I say the benediction, can I, and I just say Richard and I go way back um, because we did A-level RE at Rupert Stanley, further education college, I think that was 1981, and then you can understand my surprise when, I think it was my first Sunday here when Richard arrived at the door, and uh, it was a long spell between, but uh, it was good to have you here, thank you very much for that. Um, and just could ask the congregation just to wait behind for two minutes, uh, just a wee item that we need to, to, to do. So uh, now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen. Okay, folks, just the wee item, and we'll not keep you 